0: Good morning and welcome to our God's word for today devotional. One of the most important blessings and truth that we can really embrace and and just be encouraged every day is that God justifies us. He is the one who justifies us. The word justifies means declared righteous. He's the one who declares that we are righteous before God. Our text for today is in Romans chapter 8, verse 33 to 34. Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. We are God's elect us. We believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. We are Chosen by God. We are God's elect. And according to verse 29 and 30 that we learned, we are foreknown, predestined to be like Christ, called, justified, and glorified in Christ. Interestingly, Paul wrote this in past tense. It means that this is something that God has done, and without our participation, when God chose us, it's not because of something we did or something worthy that we did, it's all by the sovereign act of God. And that continues to amaze us, to make us wonder and awe. It's because God loves us. What is the implication that God justifies us? Well, when Paul asked, who is going to condemn us, who is going to charge us as his elect, it means or it it implies that we we are guilty we are unjust and impure before the holy court of god it, the this means that we deserved condemnation because we are sinners the bible tells us that for for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god there is none righteous so the holy judge who so is god himself would not cover our sins under the carpet, would he? Being a holy God, righteous God, this demands perfection and purity in our lives. Thus, men, as we are guilty and are proven that we are worthy to be condemned, this is the result of the fall, The Bible tells us that everyone in this world who is born is conceived in sin, as David said that in Psalm 51. So everyone who is born in this world, even when you are conceived, are considered sinners. And because of that, there is a sentence of condemnation already. John wrote that in John 3 verse 18, that, those who don't okay. believe on the Lord Jesus Christ are condemned already because they don't believe on the son of god now in other words this impending judgment or sentence is already there and only could be revoked and would become inoperative if we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ as he said in John 3:18 that he who does not believe on the son of god is condemned already but He who believes has obtained eternal life. We have our worst nemesis, our worst enemy, in the person of Satan. Satan is a personal being. He is the nemesis of God. And he is described in Revelations chapter 12 verse 10 as the accuser. And by the name accuser, he stands before God night and day, bringing accusations against our brothers and sisters, quote-unquote. He always accuses the believer of sin in order to convince God of his unworthiness to be part of his family. That's why he taunts us, he taunts every believer in thing that our hearts with much thought that God could never forgive us if we sin, could never love and accept us again. So this is the, the thing that the devil is doing every day. To you and to our lives, he is the accuser of the brethren. But God stepped into our rescue. Yes, because we are sinful, we are guilty. Because we have done and transgressed the the law, and we are guilty beyond reasonable reasonable doubt. But God took the initiative to rescue us. He sent His only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and by His death at the cross, He paid the penalty of our sins. He rose from the dead in order to conquer sin, death, and hell. He justifies us in Christ. And this is a very beautiful truth that we can rem- reminisce and remember and muse every day. It means that we need to meditate every day in order to be thankful before God as Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, For our sake he made him, who is Christ, to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. In other words, Christ has imputed unto us his righteousness. The word imputed means to be clothed upon. That's why here in verse 34, Romans 8, verse 34, Christ Jesus as As Paul expressed, Christ Jesus is the one who died, more than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God. And the good thing about this truth is that he does not just sit there, but he intercedes for us. As the devil bombards us relentlessly with much accusations every day, Christ is interceding for us. He is our advocate. As the apostle John writes in 1st John chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. But if anyone does sin, because we still sin even though we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, but if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for our for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Now there is a sound high-sounding word propitiation here. It means just simply that he is the one who compensates, who paid, who who uh, compensates for our sins. It means that he satisfies by his sacrifice at the cross for our sins. He continually intercedes for us in order to ward off the accusation of the enemy. And added to that, the writer of Hebrews in Hebrews chapter seven, verse twenty-five, also wrote that Christ is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through Him, since He always lives to make intercession for them. So I hope that this devotional this morning has encouraged you to be to feel secured in the Lord we don't need to be to be somebody who who needs to prove our worth before god our worth before god is not because of what we have done that we are perfect that we don't sin of course this this is not a license to sin but every time we sin we don't need to believe the lie of that evil but we know that the truth is that we are justified in Christ, we are declared righteous, not by virtue of our righteousness, but because of the righteousness of Christ clothed upon us. He's interceding for us right now. We we may fail to to pray for ourselves. We even pray to pray for our for our loved ones. Sometimes we pray, uh, we we promise to pray for somebody. We We promise to be faithful in interceding for others. And we forget. We are gullible people, but there is somebody who is praying for us who will never forget us. And it's the Lord Jesus Christ sitting at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. He ever lives to make intercession for us. He saves us to the uttermost. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He continues to plead for us. Yes, this is the... um, encouragement that we can read from the scriptures in today's devotional. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much that this morning we are refreshed by this truth once again that we are justified in Christ because of what he did at the cross is a complete sacrifice. There's no more condemnation to us but the privilege of being free Lord, thank you so much that we are able to uh, live up and and remember this truth, Lord, in order to encourage our hearts today. What the devil will be doing, help us, Lord, to ward off this better truth that can set us free, that we are free in Christ because of his righteousness. And thank you for interceding for us. Thank you, Lord. You don't stop praying for us. Lord Jesus, thank you that soon you are going to come back and then we will be with you forever. So bless this Lord to our hearts today. May we be able to cherish this today and not only today but every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.